Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Hello there. Welcome everyone to today's Sales Navigator Insights Live. As you notice today, it's just me, Stan Robinson Jr. Bryn Tillman is actually at LinkedIn headquarters in California today. So she says hello, and I'm looking forward to uh, hearing about her visit with LinkedIn and what's new there. Now today, we're going to be talking about Sales Navigator Account Hub and just some of the many features that are available to you in the Account Hub. Sales Nav's always had accounts, but they have rejiggered the, the interface a little bit to try to make it easier for us to find the information that we need and to surface information that we can use to advance sales opportunities. So let me dive right in here because the time that we have is going to go by quickly. So when you open your Sales Navigator homepage, the easiest way to get to what's called the Account Hub is simply to click on Accounts at the top. And that will bring you to a view where the default tab that will be open will be your accounts. And you will also see a right below your accounts, you'll see recent changes. In other words, any accounts that have recently had changes to them, you will see that right below the your accounts field. So why is that important? Well, one of the things that Sales Navigator is trying to do is to help us keep up with the deluge of information that's coming in about accounts of interest to, to us. Now, keep in mind that today my focus is going to be on accounts rather than leads. Accounts is where everything starts. Uh, in a past episode, we did talk about Relationship Explorer and being able to dive into a little bit more about uh, leads, but today the focus is on accounts. So one of the first things that you're able to do when you jump into the Account Hub is easily have a look at your lists. And the reason that that's important is because most of us tend to organize our activity within Sales Navigator based on lists. And you can, can find your list. You'll see a, uh, a drop down in the left that starts with saved accounts, where you can see all of your saved accounts. But if you open up that drop down, you'll also see your lists. You can also get the list by just going to the upper right at about two o'clock on the page and you'll see the, the option to manage your lists. So lists help us keep everything organized. I always suggest 
to clients that they make sure to add all of their current accounts to a list. It's also a good idea to add competitors to a list so that you can exclude them from your searches. So when it comes to lists, you're only limited by your imagination because since you can both include lists in your searches as well as exclude lists from your searches, there are many different ways that you can use them. But point number one is that you can use the Account Hub to easily find your lists. Now, next, we've already talked a little bit about your saved accounts with recent changes. Now, those changes could be changes in headcount, for example, if a company is growing, or if a company is shrinking in terms of their headcount. Those are the types of changes that will be highlighted in the accounts that appear at the top. So before you scroll anywhere, you can just look and um, see what accounts have recently had changes among the accounts that you've, you've uh, saved. Now, I mentioned that the, the default is your accounts when you open up the Account Hub homepage. Well, right next to your accounts, just to the right of it, there is another tab that's designed to help you discover new accounts. Now, this is a feature that is available to those with Advanced Plus and Advanced subscriptions. This particular feature is not available to um, those with core subscriptions because this Discover New Accounts feature is based on something called um, your, and I actually have to stop and think for a second because it's brand new. Um, it's called buyer intent. And it is relatively new, but it's basically a way where Sales Navigator keeps up with activity related to your specific company. So who has followed your company page? Who is connected with colleagues that are under the same Sales Navigator contract as you? So any activity related to your specific company, including even who's responded to in-mails from you and your colleagues, those are all factors that are taken into consideration under buyer intent. And the reason that I bring this in when I'm talking about the uh, Discover New Accounts feature is that if, for example, you're a smaller company and there are not a lot of new people either following you or interacting with your colleagues because perhaps you have a small sales team, you may not see anything under the Discover New Accounts tab. And I wanted to make sure that you understood why. Now, if you're part of a huge company with an enormous sales team, then very likely you're going to see some activity there. So that was number three. Number four we touched on, which is buyer intent. And that is a feature that uh, is extremely powerful because 
it's an example of where Sales Navigator collects the type of data that you could never collect on your own as an individual. So they're looking at who's following your company page. If you're using, for example, LinkedIn advertising and using a tag on your website, it can include those that hit your website because it's pulling in that data as well. And we mentioned things like, okay, who from uh, that company is connecting with your colleagues? Again, something that you would never have any visibility into on your own, but Sales Navigator can surface that for you. So buyer intent is helpful. It is also one of the search filters that you will be able to use. You'll be able to, to toggle a little switch and simply see those that have expressed some buyer intent based on those criteria. So next is one that's a, it's a little bit more mundane, but it's still very helpful. And that is the ability to star accounts. Now, you can star accounts when you're in the actual account page. And if you're on the account page, you'll see little star option. And starring an account just means that you're starring it usually to come back to it at a future point. So for example, if you're, if you're involved in prospecting activity and you're going through your list rapidly, or you've created a new search and you're seeing some accounts, but you have limited time and you don't have time to dive into each and every one that looks like it may be of interest, you can star a particular account. Now you can do that when you're on the account page. What's nice is you can also do it when you've done a search, you'll see a list of accounts come up. You can also star accounts from right there as well. So if you're limited in terms of time and you say, you know, I wanna come back to this particular account, you can always star the account. And then when you're in your accounts field, there's a tab that just says starred. You can click on it and see all of the accounts that you have starred. So it's an easy way just to be able to come back to things and um, keep up with what's going on. Now, next, these next two are ones that we've talked about in the past, but I realize that not everyone here has been on our past lives uh, and have listened to past podcasts. So there are a couple of types of alerts that I'll highlight here. One are growth alerts. And growth alerts relate to increases in company headcount. And of course, LinkedIn and Sales Navigator have access to a lot of data when it comes to company headcounts, just based on individuals that have associated with their LinkedIn, their LinkedIn profile with their employer. And so Sales Nav, gives you kind of a bird's eye view into companies where the headcount may be increasing or unfortunately it may be shrinking. Now, of course, when you're actually doing a search, 
Okay, so we're talking about searching here apart from the, the account hub. When you're doing a search, you can filter searches based on increase in the company's overall headcount. And with a search, you can even filter a search based on changes in departmental headcounts. So for example, if you're offering a solution that revolves around sales, be a sales engagement tool, it could be a CRM related platform, um, but you're focused on sales. If you see an increase in the headcount for a sales department, well, they may have a need for more seats for either your product or a complementary product, but in any event, an increase in headcount can be an opportunity to start a new conversation. And at a minimum, it can give you a heads up that mm, this, I wanna keep an eye on what's going on here because there may be opportunities becoming available here. Now, the same applies in reverse to risk alerts, which is simply a fancy way of saying when companies are reducing their headcounts. Now, you yourself, you may be following, you may have Google alerts following news related to your accounts of interest. You may be using some other tools, but what's beautiful about SalesNav is that it consolidates this information such that as you save accounts that you want to keep an eye on, Sales Navigator is surfacing information for you that you can use to engage, okay? You may be able to use it to start a conversation, uh, to reach out and congratulate someone. Um, so opportunities to engage and start conversations. Now, next we have something that is very new. As a matter of fact, when you look at it on Sales Nav, you will see the word beta next to it. And that is something called category intent. Now, after a while, a lot of these terms, it may start to get a little bit interesting in terms of trying to keep up with, okay, we've got buyer intent, which is related to uh, individuals that are following my company, starting to connect with colleagues and so forth. And now I have a product intent. Well, product intent relates to accounts who are interested in particular product categories. And the information is limited on all the data points that are being looked at when it comes to this. But basically it revolves around uh, LinkedIn members researching specific product areas on LinkedIn. So if they happen to be looking at, uh, for example, your competitors, LinkedIn company pages, they may show up under the new uh, category intent area. Now, the thing to keep in mind about category intent is that it is agnostic as far as company. Category intent just relates to those 
who are researching particular product areas. And what you will do as a Sales Navigator user is you will want to select the categories on Sales Nav that are specifically related to your particular offering. So when you're in your account hub, at about three o'clock on the page, you'll see uh, a little tab that says category intent. If you don't already have it, you soon will. And in there, you will see the option to add product categories. So if you're handling, say, an employee advocacy product, for example, well, let me see something. I don't know that employee advocacy per se is in here. Okay, yep, it is. So if I were handling product, employee advocacy software, I would go there to product category, type in employee advocacy, and you'll see the option to select employee advocacy software, just as one example. Now, what you may also want to do is if they're complementary products, such that if a, and a person is interested in employee advocacy software, they may also be interested in CRM tools or sales engagement platforms. And those type of product interests may also be opportunities for you. Well, you may want to add those to your product categories. And based on the product categories that you select, that's how Sales Navigator will come back and identify, identify rather category intent. Now, one of the things that is really nice about category intent, uh, once you start to, once you have it and start to play with it, is Sales Navigator will indicate if a particular account has category intent, yes or no, it'll indicate how many employees are researching the product categories that you've indicated. Now, you may say, well, Stan, what happens if I have five different categories that I've indicated because all of them are relevant, but is there a way for me to drill down and see who looked at sales engagement software versus who looked at employee advocacy software versus who looked at CRM tools? And the good news is yes, because you can go to category intent, open it up. If you see yes, and you'll see the number of employees who searched. If you click into that, you'll see how many people searched on each category that you added. And you can open it up and see who actually searched. So this can turn out to be a nice prospecting tool. It's so new that most of us haven't had a chance to experiment with it very much. But if you have it, I would definitely recommend starting to experiment with it and see what the quality of the results are. Because based on this, you'll be able to add people to lists, create new lists, perhaps lists around complementary product 
areas where you start to save leads to that list and see what types of results you get when you start to reach out to those as well. Okay, so that is eight categories that so far. The last one that I'll mention is when you're in your account hub to the right of each account, you'll also see a lead recommendation. So if you're dealing with an account of interest and you want to start to drill down and start to map out the people within that account who you think it would be good to start to save, follow, follow their content, engage with their content, and later invite them to connect, recommendations in the account hub is a starting point for you. Now, one last thing just to back up because I'm just about at time here. Um, I had mentioned that there are categories labeled buyer intent and there's a new category also with intent in the name called category intent. Buyer intent is specific around people who have an interest in your particular company. Category intent is more agnostic in that it just indicates people who are researching the product areas that you specify. One thing I'll mention about buyer intent that I didn't earlier is that when you see buyer intent, there are, I believe it's four different categories. You'll see negative buyer intent, neutral buyer intent, moderate buyer intent, and then high buyer intent. Had to take a, a quick look to remember those. So if buyer intent is negative, that means, for example, that someone has probably unfollowed your company page from that particular account. So those four different categories, negative, moderate, um, well, negative, neutral, moderate, and high, just give you a way to kind of uh, organize your time such you'll, you'll want to spend time first with those where the buyer intent is high. If you have more time, then you may want to move to moderate. Neutral and negative, probably not going to want to spend a lot of time with. One exception that comes to mind is if an account is a client of yours and you're starting to see negative buyer intent signals, you just may want to follow up with them just to see what's going on and just to make sure that they're still happy. Okay, so that just may be a flag that it's time to reach out to someone, make sure there's not anything going on behind the scenes that you're not aware of, and that if there are any problems or issues, you may be able to nip them in the bud. All right, so that is it for today. I hope this was helpful. Thank you for those of you who are listening and uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. Bye now. Thanks for listening. And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, 
you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and Social Selling.